Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Redman News. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Jack Gill. Uh, we're here to bring you the latest Liverpool news, rumours, uh, and other bits of shite updates. Uh, we've got quite a lot to get through today, Jack. Uh, there's some stuff on, on Liverpool's mayor, uh, some Trent and Sancho stuff, which I'm sure you've all, that's why you all clicked and that's why you're here. Uh, PSG being crowned champions and some other bits. Uh, we're going to start with the PSG stuff, Jack. Um, it came out yesterday. I think it was kind of rumours late afternoon that, you know, they might have kind of wrapped it up. Obviously, they said their league was cancelled on Wednesday. Um, and I think there was three options that we went through that they kind of, you know, come to some sort of conclusion for their league. Um, but Paris Saint-Germain are now crowned champions. Um, they promoted teams from uh, League Two as well. They decided who's going into Europe and who's not. Uh, but league leaders PSG were crowned champions. They were 12 points clear uh, with the game in hand as it stands. Uh, Marseille and Rennes are joining PSG. And it's going Champions League qualification. Uh, news comes after French government shut down sports events until September. I'm not sure this is really a surprise, Jack, but more so trying to link it back to the Liverpool stuff. And it was funny, what, like just going through Twitter yesterday of like people's perspectives and uh, and them changing their minds and going from like null and void. And UEFA said null and void's not an offer on the table, which is why that they've done this. They cancelled their season and decided you know things on merit for things to go through just to see kind of opposition fans kind of go, oh shit, what what we're we going to do now? But you know, I know there's a Premier League meeting today, which we'll come on to later on, but, you know, it's potentially a good sign for Liverpool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we did a video on, on the Academy channel uh, a few days ago, obviously, about this. And, you know, I think my initial my initial thoughts when, obviously, the news came out the French League was getting cancelled was there was a tiny bit of panic, you know, of, of the thought that, obviously, they may not avoid the league. They may go uh, down a similar route that, obviously, the, the Dutch League seem to have done. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of them where actually we came on here a few weeks ago and spoke about what UEFA had said about how they, they want to put null and void completely off the table. And it was interesting to see all the, the rival fans and opposition fans come out and instantly think that cancellation means that that means it's it's completely voided when, as, as they've shown, absolutely not. And, you know, I think it's it's obviously better for us now because now that they've been crowned champions, despite them not finishing the season, it shows that we inevitably, either way, will be crowned the champions this season. It's just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, and the other side of that, Jack, is the the people that kind of think it's going to be null and void. And, like, I I, I think you're in agreement with me on this. Like, you know, I'd like football to come back when it's safe and ready to, to do so, whether that's in two, three months' time. Like, I'm kind of fine with that, but there seems to be some sort of perception from 
I don't maybe you're right of, of opposition fans are going well just null and void this season that magically coronavirus disappears and we can all go back to, to football in August because like I don't think next season's going to start in August either. No, I, I think yesterday's news was was helpful for a lot of people because I think obviously the the French prime minister came out and, and made that statement and said no sport until September. And I think a lot of people thought in the head, well, that September that means we can have a full season next season where it's it's almost untouched. But then yesterday's news is obviously actually there may be no crowds in stadiums in England in, until the new year. So, you know, it, it's one of them where I, I think personally. Football's not going to be the same for years after this, three to five, maybe even longer than that years. It's going to be very, very different. Um, And, you know, it's not just this season. It's going to be affected either way. So I've always seen it from the start and and wait uh, as long as need be, wait and finish this season when safe to do so. And, and, you know, I I think that that's the the best option. Um, Next season... Did you change your mind? Sorry, Jack, on a daily basis. Like yesterday, for example, I went from... Oh, like, you know, the season might carry on again when it's safe to do so, whether it's two months, three months down the line. And then I see some other bits like the PSG stuff and kind of go, well, actually, maybe this, maybe the season it is finished. You're losing Jack. Where's he gone? There you go. Start again. Mentally, I think having football back, best option for everyone I personally football in my life right now would be absolutely fantastic um, but I think the obviously as the days go on I think the most humane option would be to, to wait as long as possible and, and you know I don't think rushing it back is, is necessarily the best thing I think the key part from that French um, thing that's come out is actually the fact that they're not getting paid from from TV broadcasting. There's news come out today that Leon uh, are thinking about suing the league for finishing it early and, and finishing well, it how it is. Because, say. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think that's why the Premier League will do anything to avoid it here because I think the Premier League is is one of the leagues that is is all about money. Uh, and, and, you know, whether that's sad or, or a good thing, I think it means that we will see the end of the season in some form. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it is sad. Um, yeah. And particularly if it's going to put people's lives at risk. I like something I just don't I don't totally agree with. I'm happy, I'm happy to wait for that stuff. Um, let's move on to something a bit more cheerful, some hot Jaden Sancho chats. That's what you're all here for, isn't it? Uh, he was Trent Alexander Arnold was doing an Instagram live yesterday, um, and he got onto the subject of Jaden Sancho. Uh, and he said that these words, uh, actually, I have lost it. Where's he gone? Um, he said that if he came towards him, make our team better. So we're more than happy for him to come. I play with him for England and he's a special, 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 special talent. Um, and as part of that, Jaden Sancho also replied um, with a four eye emojis. Um, like, I think there's just a case where he's complimenting a player, someone that, you know, he may very, may well want at Liverpool Football Club. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I, I don't think it is. I think it's far too much money. You know, given the current climate as well, what's going on with transfers, no one's got a fucking clue what's going to happen in that sense. But, you know, we can we can enjoy the moment, can't we, Jack? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, we've seen on social media the last few weeks as well, Man United fans bending over for him uh, all, all they can as well. So, you know, it, it's nice to, to show this as well and, and Sancho, you know, reacting to it. I, th- I think it, it's simply just Trent, uh, you know, being... Yeah, absolutely. They're mates from England duty. They're in the same sort of age bracket, so they've probably grown up playing football together. So, you know, it, it's one of them where I think... I think it's just a compliment and, and you know obviously footballers at this point in time are going to make a big thing out of it and people are going to make a thing a big thing about it but I think the the biggest shock for me was was Trent doing a, a an Instagram live with Big Shaq you know that that was the biggest shock for me so 
it, it was very taken from that after all the Sancho stuff. That's what you've taken from. Yeah, because you know Sancho stuff's going to come and go, isn't it? We've been linked on enough all year, and Trent's obviously going to have his say. Everyone knows Sancho is is a world class footballer, and he did use the word special a, a lot of times. So people are obviously going to get very gassed. But you know, I, I think it's it's just nothing really. Yeah, or just, or has he just driven his price up by thinking getting my United fans or fan people at my United to think that Liverpool are interested in? So they spend even more money on him that they can't probably afford. Probably. Agent Trent. Agent Trent, that's the one. Right, uh, from Jaden Sancho, Timo Werner, obviously. Um, Diddy Haman was talking to Sky Sports uh, and he kind of suggested Liverpool don't sign him. Uh, he said, I'm not too sure. He always expressed how fond he is of Jürgen Klopp and Liverpool uh, and that he may want to join him. But the thing is, Liverpool, they've probably got the best front three in world football. Uh, he then went on to say, when this website loads up, oh my God, uh, if you play at wide Liverpool, even though the fullbacks like to overlap, Salah and Mane are both very tricky players. They've got huge trickery and very skillful. Timo Werner is not that type of player. His biggest asset by far is his pace. And if I watch games now, even at Anfield, with Liverpool being so superior, all the teams sit back and when you deny Werner space, I think he's a lot less effective. Um, I, I think... <laughs> They don't always paint a pretty picture when, when people come up with comments like this, Jack, but I can understand where he's coming from. I think, yeah. you know, Liverpool fans, uh, you know, Dan Timo Verne, we all watch the YouTube highlights, the fact that Timo Verne has come out and caught Liverpool himself as a basically come and get me play two, three, four times now, possibly. I, I, you know, I can understand where, I can understand where Didier Man's coming from, but also I think it's good in some games to kind of have a different option. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think, for a, for a long period of time, us as Liverpool fans have been asking for more squad depth and, and more options. And, you know, we've now got a world-class squad and, and to improve a world-class squad, you need more world-class players added to that. Um, we already know we, we have a world-class front three and, and Timo Werner would provide an additional option. And as you say, a, a different kind of option and also add more place to an incredibly, an already incredibly fast front line. Um, there, there are questions, you know. I think the World Cup, the last World Cup, he, he was a bit questionable uh, up front for so Germany. Germany though, to be fair, yeah, they? absolutely. Um, and, and you know, he was playing a different sort of system there, and it, it was very uh, weird. Um, but also, obviously, the fact of game time as well. How much game time will he get? But the big thing for me is nobody knows at this point what's going to happen with with next season. It may be that next season we only play other teams once, uh, and actually they still um, agreed to put the African Cup of Nations right in the middle of that. And actually a big chunk of the season with, we're, we're without Salah and Mane. So, you know, we are going to need world-class options there. Um, and, and you know, I, I think Werner would be an excellent signing. Um, you've seen this season under a, a world-class coach in Julian Nagelsmann. He's been terrific um, for Leipzig. And I think he's been brilliant for a few seasons, but this has definitely been his best season. Um, and, and, you know, I, I don't think there's any doubt that he, he's an excellent player and would, would score a lot of goals for Liverpool should he join yeah also teams don't always just sit back how many goals have we scored by playing long balls over the top I think we scored three against Everton before they fucking clocked onto it so that's that's the thing as well I think if if Werner does come there's there's more of an option for a 4-2-3-1 which I think would create more teams thinking that they can hit us because obviously we've got more attacking flair in the game and people may think that they can outrun us in the midfield or whatever so I, I think it would be interesting yeah, say. let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Tom's going to collect them and uh, we'll, we'll go through some of them at the end. Uh, moving on, there was a, a statement from Liverpool Football Club yesterday, Jack, uh, when I actually saw this on social media. I'm not going to lie, I shit myself. Um, because particularly when you use that image of, of, of the corner flag, you just think, oh my God, like, 
what's happened now or you know, we're stuck with the league or you know, whatever else. Uh, but it turns out that it was in response to Liverpool Mayor Joe Anderson who came out and made some comments yesterday about um, not putting the football back on because Liverpool fans will congregate, whether that's at Anfield or other stadiums. Um, in my opinion, a bit ill-founded. Yes, there will be... There will be one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. In, you know, knobheads that will, will probably go and, go and do that, but you know, there's knobheads in every fan that will, that will spoil it for everyone. There's, there's knobheads that spoil it for everybody else by going out to parks and, and, and doing stuff like that. Um, the problem is, though, it was... It was there was no substance to it. There was no nothing to back that up to suggest that Liverpool fans would, would go and do that. Firstly, speak for himself. If football was back on, just do as I'm told. Stay indoors, kind of, kind of go and do that. So, surprisingly, I think it was a little surprised that Liverpool actually came out and made the statement. Jack and basically just said, um, as a club, we're aware we're disappointed in the comments attributed to Mayor, Mayor Joe Anderson in the media in the interview which was published today. For the club to actually come out and, and kind of acknowledge that, which they, I don't like if they acknowledged everything, sort of like that, you know, it's a bit strange, isn't it? And the only way that he could have bettered it if Peter Moore just said, listen, chippy tits, wind your fucking neck in, because that's all it needed to do. But for them to, to be recognised and, and take that on board, Spirit Shankly have since come out and they've been in talks with the club and, and other um, you know fan groups and stuff like that to kind of make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen. It kind of puts all their work you know, out the window, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I th- I actually think it was brilliant of the club to, to come out and make a statement like that. You know, I think for the mayor of Liverpool to come out and say something like that is, is absolutely ridiculous. Um, you know, I think at a time when I think a lot of people are probably accusing Liverpool fans of, of doing that sort of thing, should football continue? I think something that would be nice is support from, from the mayor of the city, you know. But as you say, it's it's not... It's not uncommon for for chippy tits to to do stuff like that, and, and you know I think uh, at the end of the day for for me, um, 
I think it was a, a brilliant reaction from the club and I think the club are obviously desperate for, for this season to be finished. We want to win this season having got the, the right points to win this season. We don't necessarily want to be handed the title or given the title early. We want to complete the season, of course we do. Um, so yeah. I'd say something like that, I think, is, is, is stupid. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it was a, a brilliant reaction from the club. Yeah, sounds like it's a postman knocking on my door. Um, Jack, people are going to wear football masks during the Premier League thing. Just talk through that for two seconds again. Yeah, um, so football football masks, um, I, I think it's a bit ridiculous, um, to be honest with you. I think it's a weird world uh, that we're entering where there might be a massive stoppage in play um, because somebody's mask has broken and, and it needs fixing. So it's an absolutely crazy world that it's it's becoming. Um, just to fill Ross in, I was saying that um, obviously the... It's, it's it's a bit ridiculous um, that now we may have a massive stoppage in play to fix a player's mask. Um, absolutely crazy world that, that we're living in now. Um, but obviously, if, if that's going to make people safer and, and make it easier for football to come back quicker, then I think a lot of people will be like, absolutely fair enough. But, you know, it was I, almost I, as I, if... I don't agree with that, Jack. I, I think if, if players are having to wear masks, that suggests that it's safe not to come back. It's It's interesting because... I think Boris Johnson said yesterday in his in his um, daily press conference thing that actually people may need to wear masks if they want to go out for the next few weeks and months anyway. And it's not necessarily to keep the person safe. It's to make people think yeah, yeah. that they're safer. And, and it's protect other people, isn't it? Yeah, it shows that the Premier League are prepared to take, like, like you know, um, do anything to, to protect the players and, and to make it look like it's the safest possible um, way that they're continuing. But I, I see it personally how it was when it first started and they were like, we're banning handshakes, but they were still allowed to grapple from corners. They were shaking hands in the tunnel beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, more for fans watching to think, oh, they're safer because they're wearing masks than for the actual players' protection. Personally, that's that's what I get from yeah. it. I've seen the other argument in the sense of footballers are still on a full-time wage, or like a lot of them are, particularly in the, in the Premier League. So what do they want? They can't have it both ways of being paid a full wage, not going back to work. So uh, apparently it's only for training anyway. Um, so we'll have to wait oh. and see how that, how that pans out. And there'll be social distancing and stuff in there as well, but I still don't don't think it's right. Um, two quick ones are going to fly through. Liverpool make contact with Koulibaly. Jack, is that bullshit or not? Yeah, big okay. fat bullshit, that. They okay. may as well have a bullshit stamp over it. OK, Sam, we'll move on from that one. Uh, League Cup could be scrapped next season. The Premier League extends to 23 teams. UEFA previously called for the League Cup to be axed completely. Uh, and it could be sacrificed from next season's schedule to reduce the threat of a fixture pile-up. Um, <laughs> Listen, as Liverpool fans, like I don't want to sound like arrogant or greedy, or, or uh, you know, yeah, arrogant. I think is the right word. I'm just saying like just jib it off because it doesn't doesn't really matter to us. It matters to a lot of clubs, you know, particularly further down the league. Or maybe ones that aren't in the Champions League or stuff like that. And you know, any trophy is a trophy. I, I don't want to disrespect that, but also maybe it's the layout of the actual competition of maybe how many teams or replays and uh, and you know all that bollocks and stuff like that. But I think again, you know, unprecedented times. Maybe just for one season, just, just kind of chip it off. I think the League Cup has been seen as the additional cup for, for a long time now, for, for many. I think there's no doubt that the FA Cup is obviously still massive because of the history of the FA Cup. And, and you know, But the League Cup has been where even very small Premier League sides rotate heavily. Um, and Manchester City seems to be winning it every year because actually they have the most squad depth because they've got a multi-billion pound squad where they've paid an absolute fortune for, for you know, they've broken rules for the squad that they've got. Um, so, well, how is ben, is ben Kelly here? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, I, I think 
it's it's one of them where they've they've swept it every year for the last few years and, and there's obviously no question for it I think unless you get to the semi-final of the League Cup it's a competition that nobody's asked about to to be honest with you and and I think it's been like that for a long time I think if if obviously the league has to change and has to get rid of games that's the first competition that that, that will go and, and quite rightly I think they'll do everything to keep hold of the FA Cup because as I say the history what it's like for the smaller clubs but the League Cup is the easiest one and to get off. Even for the, the FA Cup people like the BBC don't know, that's probably only access to football they get at the moment yeah. well or it was sorry before it's all kicked off so um, yeah so get to your comments Rob D says Trent wants Sancho boom uh, I think he will be inspired by the Redmen football manager team yesterday great work uh, yeah for those of you who haven't seen the Redmen TV live stream it's every Monday and every Thursday at 4 o'clock director of football Paul Machin manager Chris Pajak Oh, little spoiler alert. They spunked most of the money that they had on Jay and Sancho already. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. I, uh, I, have, to say, I have to say, Chris's, Chris's picture, he's, he's, he's had a glow, oh, hasn't he? He's, he's yeah. had a glow. Yeah, there was some phenomenal uh, commentary and, and um, clothes changing yesterday. So, just go, go and check that out. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Liam Lawrence says, just think Trent and, San- just think Trent on, and Sancho on the right. Uh, Salah up top and Bobby in the 10 be a deadly attack. Hendo and Fab in the six would be an amazing team. It, it would give us loads of different options, wouldn't it? I don't think it's necessarily a, a one-for-one, because, you know, <laughs> that would be a pretty deadly team, to be fair, wouldn't it? But it just gives us more options, doesn't it? And I've said this loads of times, like, I don't think it's going to happen, but if you do, then you've got, like, you know, this might change now, say, three games a week. Just, like, rotate like we do in the midfield, because you get more you get more out of the, the front three. Uh, on Team of Bernard, Stephen Sohn, Somerville says, uh, I love Diddy for what he did on that night of 2005, but I disagree with him. He can score goals, the stats are there, but we need to back up the front three if they need a rest and goals are needed. I think they agree with that, don't we, Jack? I, I, I agree with both sides of it. You know, I think I can see what Didi Haman is, is trying to say. I get what he's trying to say, but as you say, we've been begging for, for rotation and, and a better squad for, for absolute years now and, and seeing a player of Timo Werner's quality coming in gives us an additional option and I think it'll be a brilliant signing. Yeah, it will be. Uh, Themba Shonga, what's an amazing name. Uh, this is a new Liverpool. We shouldn't have to be asking players to come here. They should want to come here to improve themselves and help us play, for example, team. That's a great point, actually. Yeah. You know, we, you, I think we get we get lost in it. Oh, it wasn't so long ago that, you know, <laughs> we were, like, begging people. What you think of Van Dijk? I think I read the other day, you know, he jibbed off Chelsea and I think it was, it was someone else. It might, it might have been Alisson or someone else. I'm just thinking, Mark, well, you know, there's the pull of Liverpool on what we're achieving and, and Jurgen Klopp and all that stuff. So it's, it's a great time to be a Liverpool fan, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's no better time. Obviously, Simon Mignolet has come out in the last few days and, and said that actually when he joined Liverpool, it was that we want to be at the level we're at now. And obviously, we've grown as a club. We're at where we, we want to, wanted oh, to be. Oh, we sold him and we're there now. <laughs> yeah, and, and players like him have moved on. And, and we're now at a... a we're now at a position where, you know, we've got world-class players like Timo Werner that are literally pulling their skirt down to, to join us. So it's 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 a it's a fantastic time to be a Liverpool supporter right now. It's a fantastic analogy, Jack. Thanks for that. Um, don't forget tonight is we're going to do a being Liverpool watch along. So it's Paul, Chris, former Liverpool player Ryan McLaughlin, James Sutton um, on the main Red Men YouTube channel tonight at half seven. So you want to go and watch that along with us? Watch it for your hands. Just cringe at some of the stuff that kind of goes on. Uh, that's half seven tonight. What an interesting mix of people that is. Wow. Ryan McCoy, 
been James and Chris and Paul. Interesting. Well, we've got an actor because there's plenty of acting going on in that fucking thing. Paul Chris obviously run this stuff. And Ryan McLaughlin was actually in it at the time. So we've got to get his perspective and see what he thinks and whether he's watching it through his hands as well. Uh, Jack, thank you very much. Thank you very much to everyone who's listening and watching. We'll be back on Monday for some more Red Men news. We'll see you then. Ta-ra. <laughs>